This is a Baby Brunch podcast. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid. Why do you like money? Because money is a resource that enables us to do the things we want to do. It enables us to live the lives we want to live. And the most important thing about money, Ilana, and I think you'll understand this, it gives us freedom. Why do you feel so passionate about teaching people about money? I think there's such a big gap in financial education. And it's something that I had to make all the mistakes. You know, even though my parents were really good at imparting certain knowledge with me, nobody ever told me when I went and got my first job, started my first business, this is what you're supposed to do with your money. And I was the guy who made all the mistakes. And I think if if I can impart those lessons to people, my personal belief is, Alana, that we'll have better citizens because people who are better at money, people who are better at managing money are better at managing their emotions and are generally all around better people. They treat the environment better, they treat animals better, they treat their partners better. And of course, that's not always true, but for the most part, if people have discipline with money, they become disciplined themselves. And that's and that's something that I really, really want to impart with people. So you're probably wondering who we're chatting to today. Justin Harrison is the CEO at Team Six Investment Holdings, and he's the host and the owner of a podcast called The Money Podcast with David Bester. I had the privilege of chatting with them on Jacaranda FM, and I was like, we have to do a podcast with them on babybrunch.co.za. And you can find them on globalmoneyacademy.com, also on Jacaranda's Jackpot platform, and follow them on Instagram as well as on Facebook at Global Money Academy. Again, their website, globalmoneyacademy.com. This podcast is supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. The range of Epimax Baby and Junior gentle all-purpose emollient moisturizers is an all-day, everyday favorite for babies and children. Give your child a good start to every day by nourishing and protecting their skin with Epimax. Now, Justin, December feels like a time where we just want to spend our money and most of us need to find it somewhere. Why do we feel that way? Why do we have the urge that Boney M's song makes us a Christmas tree? If I see a light, a Christmas light, (laughs) I want to buy gifts and spend money. And in fact, the Christmas trees are already starting to go up in September. Can you believe it? This is how desperate retailers are to get some of our money right now. What, what is that emotion? Why, why do we have the emotion of wanting to spend on our children for Christmas, whether you celebrate it or not? Look, Ilana, before I say what I'm going to say, I need oh to make it very well known that I've made a career out of being unpopular. I have the unpopular <laughs> opinion. I say things not for what people want to hear, for what people need to hear. Right. And so often the things that I say touch an emotional point. And I personally think we have completely lost the plot when it comes to Christmas. We've gotten away from what the meaning of Christmas is. And even if, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, we've got away from what the meaning of the December holidays is. It's a time of family. It's a time to be together. It's a time to spend our, our efforts and our time on the things that we didn't get to do the entire year. And I think that's why everybody looks forward to it. In addition to which, 
we have this deep-rooted emotional desire to be recognized, whether it's through our peers or whether it's through our kids. And December is often that time when all of these emotions come together and people just completely and utterly take all the budgeting off the table, they take all the logic off the table, and they just dive headfirst with emotions. And the retailers, by the way, are really good at this. The brands are really good at figuring out how to tap into those emotions. That's why Boney M is playing in the background. That's why there's tinsel and glitter everywhere. It puts us in the mood. But the fact of the matter is, if I can take everybody just away from that emotion for a second, what you're actually experiencing is consumerism being funneled in emotional direction. And that's where the problem is. And I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to spoil your kids. It's a natural inclination. But I think we're doing it in the wrong way. We're doing it with material items and therein lies the problem. Do you think we should spend on big gifts when it comes to our children? Quick Absolutely answer. not. Absolutely not. not. I think, I think it's important to teach your kids what these holidays are about. It's important yeah. to teach them that it's more than material items. And beyond that, you definitely don't want to create expectation and entitlement with your kids. And often the kids that are spoiled the most and given everything the most are usually the most unsuccessful in life because they've never had to reach. They've never had to walk over broken glass to get to where they need to go. And in fact, this is a debate that I often have with a lot of my mates who have kids. And I say, we're actually trying to empower our kids, but we're actually disempowering them by giving them too much and not allowing them to dream and reach. We're actually taking away the biggest gift from them. And I call it being a journey thief. As parents, we are actually journey thieves. We giving our kids too much, too much of the wrong stuff and too little of the good stuff. Wow. Okay. So December is the splash. It's, it's the party time. When is the hangover? The hangover is definitely in January. And this, this is the biggest problem. I think everybody tries to make provision for the December holidays. Everybody will go out of their way to build up some extra savings, maybe make sure they've got extra limits on their credit cards, which is most often what we see. And then what happens, January rolls around, you've got to buy uniforms, you know, you've got to put the kids into school, you've probably got deposits to pay on things, and all of a sudden there isn't money. So what do consumers do? What does the average person do, especially the moms? The moms will try and access money by any means possible, be that extending themselves through loans, getting hubby to extend the mortgage on the house, whatever the means is. And what happens is for the next 12 months, the entire family suffers. And Ilana, this is, this is where the problem comes in. For the next 12 months, or at least the next 11 months, that entire family is burdened emotionally with the debt from December. And that spills into every aspect of your daily life. It makes you make poor decisions. It gives you poor relationships with your spouse. It gives you a poor relationship with your kids. And that pressure just is absolutely not necessary. We can avoid it. We can absolutely avoid it by focusing on the thing that's important, which is giving your kids the one thing which they've been looking forward to the entire year. And it's not material. It's your time. Now, I love the answer because I was going to ask you, so what should we give them instead? You're one of the few uh, money leaders that have taught me that money and values go hand in hand. I love the time aspect, which is something that we preach to death on, on babybrunch.ca.za. We've heard it in your money podcasts, you know. 
But why can spending money and giving children bad gifts lead them to bad habits eventually? I know you touched on it, and I mean, we've only got so much time, but but you just said it, that we are we are journey thieves as parents because we're teaching them the wrong values by just giving them everything that they want. Oh, giving well, them Ilana, everything that we can't afford, actually. Ilana, I speak from a, a position of experience. I've, I, I, I never say anything that I haven't experienced myself. And I don't profess to know about subjects that I haven't personally lived through the journey. Yeah. In our family, we decided a number of years ago that we would no longer exchange traditional gifts. Instead, we would exchange experiences. And the maximum we could spend was 10 Rand per person. And this is obviously going wow. back. The budget has since been lifted a little bit because 10 Rand it. doesn't go very far today. Okay. But the amazing thing that I started to witness through the process, and this is something I've always believed, but to actually see it in process is what really makes you believe it. The words and the language that we use around our kids, specifically around money, is exactly what their future is going to be. And you'll be amazed that when you change the daily routines and habits around money, when you change the traditions around money, you will see how your kids will, cha will change. My daughter, who's just turned 11, runs two businesses and has more money saved up than most adults that I know. And that is because we changed her perspective. We yeah. changed her reality by shifting the focus. So the reason why it's important not to just give material items, the reason why it's important to put time in and impart lessons is because that is our responsibility as parents. Our responsibility as parents is to create a better generation in the future. Yes. And if we are gonna create a better generation, we have to change the narrative today, but mm. we cannot use that old saying that our parents used to say, do, do as I say, not as I do, because the kids learn from exactly what we do. Uh, mm. What we say has to be consistent with what we do. And that's what makes the difference. But in December, my entire uh, girlfriend group's husbands have bought them a holiday to the Maldives. Shouldn't we go too? I, I think those husbands are, are actually disempowering their family. I really believe it. I believe that they're creating a poverty mindset and it's in a different way because what, we, what we're teaching everyone around us, be it our spouse, be it the children, is that the way that I show that I love you and that I care and that I truly mean about the deep, meaningful relationship that we have is to throw money at the situation rather than throwing time. I guarantee you that given the real choice, if people really sat down and said, I'm going to give you 15 days of my time uninterrupted, no cell phones, no computers, no work, or a holiday to the Maldives, where I'm working and on my cell phone to pay for the holiday, I guarantee you people will choose the time. Both partners and kids would choose the time. You've given us some valuable advice as to how to spend. And I mean, we can learn more when we log on to your money podcast, but as a dad, what is the biggest money mistake that you have ever made? The biggest money mistake I ever made as a dad was giving my kids too much. And of course, my daughter went to a very good private school. She's since homeschooling because of the whole pandemic. Mm. And in the private school, there was an enormous amount of pressure to keep up with the Joneses. And I could see the pressure building with my daughter. And I definitely succumbed to a little bit of it. Fortunately, though, 
I had the foresight to pull back from that and make very different choices for my family. I mean, small little things, Ilana, we've, we've disconnected the TVs in our house for the last seven years. And the reason is we want to sit down at the dinner table with our kids and we want to teach them the values that we believe will hold them in good stead in the future. And so buying your kids cell phones and buying your kids iPads I don't have a problem with if it if it's for teaching them something, but if it's to entertain them and distract them from giving them the time that we should give them, if we're simply putting a hundred rand in their hands and tell them to go entertain themselves because we're too busy, we are failing as parents. And more importantly, we are failing as financial mentors because that's ultimately what we are to our kids. The biggest lessons our kids are going to learn from us are exactly what we do with money. I am the way I am with money because my parents were terrible at money. And I am the way I am with money because I was terrible at money. I had to make the mistakes to learn. Uh, when we were chatting the other day, I said this to you and I'm, I'm, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I crawled over broken glass to understand what it is I understand about money today. And so when I talk about money, it's not just passion, it's, it's experience. And this is not a financial advisor talking to you, say, tick this box, tick that box. This is, this is about changing the societal values around money. And it starts with the choices we make in our own homes. Quick fire. Uh, what did you do with your first million? Stupid. I bought a house, <laughs> a car, two jet skis, a four by four and a boat. My house oh, was gosh. like MTV Cribs. And I had, I mean, I was 21 at the time. In fact, I hadn't even turned 21. I had to get my parents to co-sign on, on the property for me, even though I was buying the property cash. Um, and the reality of the situation is it all disappeared within probably 14 months. How many credit cards do you have? Zero. Um, if someone met you at a shopping mall and they go, hey, aren't you that money podcast guy? Uh, give me some quick advice because I've spent all my money and it's the beginning of December. How can I recover? You have to pull back on everything. You have to go and sit down, draw up a budget and don't do a budget based on what you like. Do, do a budget based <laughs> on what's actually in your account, what you're actually earning. You know, and I say this for the ladies, Ilana, and I get caught in the shopping center all the time, by the way. And, and I always say this to the ladies and sometimes some of the ladies hate me for it. But I always say this, this is this. Most ladies think a budget is a target. It isn't a target. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I make my own money. OK, I work really hard. That, that was really funny because I've never thought about it that way. Make a budget about the, the amount of money that you have in your bank account. It's not a target. I really like that. Okay. So money should be value-based. We learned we learned about teaching our yeah. children the philosophy of not just receiving, but also giving. Um, all children want is our love and they want our time. I'm actually crying. Um, money amplifies someone's personality. I learned a beautiful, beautiful um, call it an anecdote. It's from a book called The Gomorrah. It talks about how you can judge people's character on how they're spending their money and also how they use their Absolutely. alcohol. Um, you need to also remember that money is a resource and that we need to be careful. Uh, what's your message to everyone this Christmas? 
I would like to say to everyone that exactly what you've just said, show me how you spend your time, show me how you spend your money, and I'll show you what's important to you. If you're going out there simply splashing on material items to keep your kids happy, what you're actually telling the world is that the material items are important. I encourage everyone to take take money a little bit more seriously. Tighten, tighten your, your, your hands around money a little bit, but not to the point where it becomes your God. Money is a tool, it's a resource. You shouldn't be obsessing about it to the point where it changes your personality. Mm. Go out there and teach your kids the value of giving. Instead of you know, it all being about your kids receiving, take them to an orphanage, take them to an animal shelter, take them to places where they can really discover the humility, but most importantly, the importance of money. Because what you teach kids through this journey is you teach them that when they see people less fortunate than them, when they see animals in a, in a bad position, they understand that money is a resource that can make those things better. And just like any resource, it needs to be managed. And if it's well managed, it will take care of you for the rest of your life. And if we can impart those lessons with our kids, not only are we going to be giving them the love that they deserve, but we're giving them the future that they deserve. Justin, you got me. Merry Christmas. This podcast was supported by Epimax Baby and Junior. Epimax Baby and Junior is dermatologist approved, free of artificial colorants and fragrances, and is safe to use from birth. Touch, nourish, love your child's skin with Epimax Baby and Junior. Available from leading pharmacies and retail stores. Baby Brunch, the parenting series, is proudly brought to you by FedHealth. With FedHealth, you create your perfect medical aid. From the benefits you want to how and how much you pay. Visit fedhealth.co.za and switch to FedHealth now. FedHealth, create your aid.